listening to Treat Your Business with Katie Bell, the podcast for health and wellness business owners that want and need to give their business the treatment plan it deserves and needs so that you can create more time back in your lives to give you the income you deserve and work hard for and to create more freedom and flexibility in your lives to enjoy the things you love to do. Whether you are a physiotherapist, an osteopath, a sports therapist, or maybe a Pilates studio owner, I'm determined to share with you bite-sized episodes full of tried and tested tips from my own real experience of growing a successful physiotherapy and wellness clinic and from working with many businesses to do the same. So if you're tuning in and feel like you're on a hamster wheel of patience, admin, life, constantly juggling, working and being with the family and feel like you're doing a rubbish job at both, not making the income you thought you would by running a business and generally feeling overwhelmed with everything that you have to do, then keep listening. The Treat Your Business podcast is sponsored by Jane. Jane is an all-in-one practice management software with helpful features like online booking, admin scheduling, integrated payment processing and charting. But there's more to Jane than you might think. The team at Jane cares a lot about the problems you face as a practitioner. One of those problems is the prevalence of no-shows and late cancellations in practices. So they've made it easy for you with a few simple tools built right into Jane. That includes the ability to implement an online booking payment policy, send out unlimited text and email reminders, and enable waitlist management features to fill those last minute gaps that weren't preventable. Come and see Jane in action at Jane app. And if you know you're ready to sign up, then you can mention the code THRIVE1MO for a one month grace period on your new Jane account. Welcome to episode five. The first four episodes introduce you to the four key foundations that we believe every business and clinic owner needs in place to try and create the business of their dreams. So we've looked at the why, the who, the how and you. This episode, we're going to go all the way back to the beginning and start back at that step one, that first foundational step and cover this in a lot more detail. So today we're going to talk about who do you think you are? Now, one of the biggest challenges as a business owner is creating a business that aligns with you and what you really want. Because believe it or not, you get to decide. Most business owners we talk to, most clinic owners are working too many clinical hours, too many evenings, taking notes home, answering emails and inquiries at weekends, chasing insurance payments at 11 o'clock at night, trying to find time at some point to eat in the day and try and work on your business. And that really hardly ever happens. If you take time off, you turn over, the cash that you see in the bank is really affected. So it kind of ends up feeling like you've created a monster in your business. And that monster is really hard to change. It's really hard, isn't it, to reduce your clinical hours and make yourself less available. It's really hard to say no to those clients that want to see you and you've got to squeeze them in uh, at lunchtime or later or on a Saturday. But what most business owners don't do, because they never knew they really needed to, is look at your personal values. So when you first started out in your business, did you list your personal values? Did you get clear on what's really important to you? And then think about how can I create a business that facilitates me being able to live in my personal values? Or how can I create a business that aligns with what's really important to me. What most of us do, and absolute honesty here, me included, all those years back when I first started my physiotherapy and wellness business, 
I just jumped on the hamster wheel. It was like, I've got this vision. I knew why I was doing it. And it wasn't my why um, was really making an impact in the uh, health and wellness of our local community. And I had this big vision of having this physio and wellness centre where people could come in and it'd be a one-stop shop and they would be able to have all of their needs met and it'd be a real community feel. And um, we would become a regular slot in somebody's diary because they would want to really look after themselves and we would help them do that. So I'd got this vision. I knew what I wanted to create. But when you first open your business and you've got all these bills to pay and you've got the rent coming in, all of that, you just jump on that treadmill and you think, I've just got to literally see every patient that comes through this door and I've got to be available at any time that they want me so that I can make money quickly. And it worked. It worked really well. And in the first year to two years, I was so busy clinically. I was working five and a half days clinical a week. I was I was everything in the business. I was the I was a bit like somebody from the circus. I would have one hat on, which was I was the physio. Then I was the Pilates instructor. Then I was the cleaner. Then I was the person that sat on reception. Then I'd be answering the phones. Then I'd be doing the emails. Then I'd be the bookkeeper. And you name it, I was it. And whatever time you turned up at the clinic, I might have one of those different hats on. And do you know, in the first two years of business, it it was fine. Okay, it was hard work. And I was quickly hitting burnout and exhaustion point because I was giving everything to all my clients. I was teaching 12 hours of Pilates a week. I was seeing all the clients. I was building up my team as well. So we, I brought team on really, really quickly in my business. I was on a massive hamster wheel. I was on a massive treadmill and it was just almost spiraling out of control. And it was only through me actually starting to commit to working with a coach all those years ago And really understanding that for me to change this business model, I had to get clear on what was really important to me. Because ultimately, that's why I was creating the business. I was creating the business to have freedom, flexibility, to create the income that I wanted to create so I could go and uh, take opportunities and, and have great experiences. And I've always wanted to create enough income to be able to allow other people to have great experiences, my friends and my family. So. When you started your business, did you think about, okay, what's really important to me? What's my personal values? And therefore, let's create a business model that suits that. I guess probably not. Your values are what you believe to be important in the way you live your life and the way you do your work. When we make decisions in our business and in our personal lives as well that don't align with who we are and what we stand for, there's that block. Or it feels hard work, it feels unfulfilling. And the energy around our business and sustaining our business and growing our business, it can't be maintained. And that's when people reach burnout. That's when people reach that real exhaustion, that they just feel like they're on that hamster wheel and whatever they do isn't changing anything and they just can't see the next way forwards. It's also when you make decisions in your personal life And you've made the decision and every part of you doesn't want to go to that commitment that you've made or every part of you wants to cancel because actually for some reason it just doesn't feel right. And that's often because it doesn't align with what's really important to you. So let's look at some examples. Okay, if one of your values is travel or experience and your current business model 
and income mean you can't take a holiday or you haven't taken a holiday in, say, 18 months, your actions are directly opposite or against that personal value, what you truly believe uh, is important to you. Or let's say one of your personal values is freedom, but your clinical diary means you're working 12-hour days, five days a week. Again, you can do it for so long, as I did, and then the body pulls the handbrake. So your values represent your intrinsic priorities. They're your lead indicator that you subconsciously use to figure out if your life's going in the way you want it to or not. So when your values aren't being met, you don't feel good. When your values are being met, you feel in flow, you feel fulfilled, you feel excited. And when our values are not being met and things feel off, business feels difficult and we begin to lack that motivation and that inspiration to get up every day and keep doing the same stuff. Understanding our values and actually having time to think about them makes making decisions in your business and in your life a lot easier. For those of you who are um, like a magpie and you are, you're, you're attracted by the shiny object syndrome, you're jumping from this idea to this idea and you've got all these ideas in your business, but nothing ever really comes to fruition, is often because we've got no clarity around actually our strategy and what we're doing this for and why we're doing it. And it comes back down to really understanding this is what's most important to me. My business model has to align with that. And then all the hows of the things that I actually do in my business stem from that. Most physios I know are hugely caring people. Um, most health and wellness practitioners that I know go into our roles and go and study and, and do all the training because we, we really care about people. And it often means that we do squeeze people in. We say yes to coming at a time when we're not meant to be working. And that means there's always a trade-off. Now, for some people, they can overcome that challenge of being that people pleaser. For me, I still really struggle with it. So we have a rule in my business that I'm not really allowed near the reception desk. Because if I do, a massive part of me still cannot say no. And I have done mindset work now for over 10 years, okay? And it is still a constant challenge. And as your business gets bigger and you go to the next level, different challenges come up around some of those kind of deep-rooted patterns that you have. So my, our rule is I just can't go to the reception desk. My team have to take over that and they have to say when my next available appointment is because if not... I literally would work at 9pm to squeeze somebody in because a massive part of me wants to make them feel happy. And a massive part of my ego likes it when they say, oh, Katie, you're a star. Thanks. Okay, just is. I'm still dealing with it. I'm sure you all resonate with this as well. But when we squeeze people in, we say yes to coming in all, uh, in at a time when we're not really meant to be working. There's always a trade-off, isn't there? When we say yes to anything, there's always something that we're saying no to. When we say yes to a client, I say no to something else. That could be moving your business forwards, time for yourself, time for your family. So when we have opportunities in our business or in our personal life, 
and we make decisions that align with those values, you will naturally avoid a choice that negatively impacts one of those values. One of my values is professionalism. And for those of you who have um, ever watched Homeland, all 96 episodes, you will remember um, the lead character, Carrie Matheson. Now, she works for the CIA, okay? And she's hunting down a terrorist. If you've not watched it, you've got to go and watch it. It's absolutely amazing. It treads a really thin line between sanity and complete and utter madness. She has this really driven, intense personality, but she's willing to sacrifice anything for the sake of her professional mission. She's an absolute loose cannon. And when I watched Homeland and watched her play her role, I was having to pace the room all the time or I'd have to leave the room at some points or I could feel myself like physically sweating and getting myself anxious and worked up over this fictional character. But it was because her actions completely did not align with some of my true values. So when she's this loose cannon and she's literally sacrificing anything and losing her professional status, that was making me feel, I hate the word triggered, but you know, it's making me feel really uneasy. And it was because everything that she was doing was completely against my professionalism value. So knowing your values is really crucial when you've got team around you or when you're looking to recruit people into your business or when you find someone in your close network is really annoying you, okay? It's often because the values are not aligning. Now, we can't get on with everybody. Actually, our ability to be successful is our ability to um, understand that about 75% of the population thinks differently to how we think. But as your definition of success And as your life priorities change and grow, because they will, because that's, you know, hopefully as you implement lots of the ideas and the guidance and the tips and the things we're going to give you on this podcast, your priorities will change, your priorities will grow and up level, and therefore some of your values will change. So when you do this activity for the first time, quite often the values that you write down, sometimes when you relook at those a year later you think, where on earth did I get that from? That was really not important to me. But it's just at the level that you're at and and what we call vibrating at right now. So it's not about being a different person, becoming a different person. It's just up-leveling and becoming more aware of who you really are. So looking at these personal values year on year is a really good practice. And quite a lot of them will stay the same, but some of them will change. So one of the things that's really useful when you're trying to establish what your personal values are is to identify when you felt really good, when you felt really confident, when you felt that you made really good choices. This can help highlight what was and is really important to you. So looking back at some of your proudest moments, some of the moments that you felt most fulfilled, some of your happiest moments. And you want to think about in those times and you can go right back to like the age of four, if you can remember back to them when you felt proud or when you felt happy, because that will give you a really good indication of what's really important to you. And 
writing out very simply those moments and describing them, who was there, how did you feel, describe the situation, will start to pull out words that um, show you what your personal values are. So once you've done that little very quick exercise where you think about my proudest moments, my most fulfilled moments, my happiest moments, doesn't have to be anything to do with your business, you can look back at that and pull out between four and six values that jump out at you. For example, freedom, flexibility, professionalism, experiences, travel, family, fun, generosity, honesty, all of those key words that jump out at you. And you're going to pull out four or six values that are really important to you, that unlike Carrie from Homeland, you're not prepared to compromise on. Okay, you wouldn't sacrifice them for a large sum of money. And what you want to do is rate them in order. So ideally, there's loads of ways that you can do this. You can actually put them into a, an Excel spreadsheet and rate them against each other. But in really simple terms, write six values down that jump out at you and put them in order of importance. And when you've got them in order of importance, you want to reaffirm those values back to yourself. Do they make you feel good? Do they make you feel proud? Are you, are you proud to be able to go and tell somebody your top three values? Does that make you feel good? And once you've got those, you've now got more of an idea of who you really are. And if your business is currently aligned with those values that you've just listed, or you may instantly start needing to make better or different decisions in your business. Thanks for listening to this episode. In my next podcast, we're going to be talking about why you need to start with the why and not with the what. Thank you for listening to Treat Your Business with Katie Bell, the podcast that tells you what you really need to hear and know when it comes to running a successful business in the health and wellness industry that gives you the time, money and freedom you are wanting. For access to our free workshops on how to get more clients in your business, how to make more income in the next 30 days and to get more time back in your business and life, head to our free Facebook group today, Treat Your Business. Or head over to thrive-businesscoaching.com. All of the links are available in the show notes. Hey there, this is Katie from the Jane team. If you're new to the name, I'd love to introduce you. Jane is an all-in-one practice management software with helpful features like online booking, scheduling, charting, and billing. You'll also be backed by a knowledgeable support team ready to help you every step of the way. Come get to know us at jane.app. We'd love to meet you and see if Jane is the right fit for your practice.